Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more R slash Am I the Butthole? And if you'd like to skip that initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along a timeline below. But before we do get into today's stories, I just want to say some thank yous to some new members, some rejoins as well. So I'm going to start off with over on Patreon, we had Victoria join us. We also had Galio join us and we also had Michael. Thank you so much. Then over on YouTube, we had rejoins from Leon, Jack Attack MG, Salty Squishy, Aaron Kados, Dover Lily. Then we had a join from Casey Yarn, and finally another rejoin from Army of Freaks. Thank you so much for your support towards the channel. It means the absolute world, and I can never express that enough. And let's just crack straight on with today's stories, you cheeky so-and-sos. <laughs> And our first story is from Responsibility Top 726. Am I the arsehole for telling my cousin that she's the reason my husband and I have reconsidered adoption? Throwaway account. I, 33 female, have fertility issues for the past couple of years with my husband, 35 male. We went through with consultations while we had very promising results for treatment. The cost did give us pause. It wasn't that we couldn't afford it. We just weren't at the point yet we were willing to pay. I discussed it with my husband and we were both fine with the idea of adopting. My cousin Tiffany, 25 female, is adopted and she supported our choice in looking into it. However, this was a couple of years back and during that time, Tiffany was reunited with her birth parents and she's been acting pretty hurtful to my aunt and uncle since then. She keeps making posts about how happy she is to know where she comes from and is happy about being reunited with her real family. She even talked about having a birth father walk her down the aisle as a chance to make up for lost time. Obviously, my uncle was very hurt about this, but when he voiced it, Tiffany got defensive. She called my uncle selfish, how this is about her and that he knew what he signed up for when raising someone else's kid. Before the pandemic, Tiffany moved closer to where her bio mother lived so they could make up for lost time. And Tiffany kept making post after post about all the fun she was having meeting relatives and how she called slash video chatted with each of her bio parents multiple times a week. Meanwhile, she barely takes back my uncle and aunt once a month. I could tell how heartbroken my aunt and uncle were, but tried to give Tiffany her space and the few times they said anything, she'd accuse them of being selfish and unsupportive. I think the biggest thing that broke them was when Tiffany promised to come by for my aunt's birthday. COVID restrictions were lifted and was even given the money to travel to them but never showed up. She called literally the day before to say that her bio mum had an emergency so she wasn't going to make it but didn't give back the money. I'm completely disgusted by Tiffany's behavior and while I completely ruled out adoption entirely, I did want to give medical assisted conception a try. My husband supported this and we are now currently expecting. After we made our announcement, Tiffany messaged me asking why I would spend thousands on creating a child when I could have helped one who already existed. 
I tried to play it off, but Tiffany kept pressing and calling me a bad person when there are so many children who desperately need a home and overpopulation. It got to the point where she was pissing me off and I just came clean and said her behavior towards the people who loved her and raised her was the reason. Tiffany got really upset, but I didn't care. However, her parents are now starting to say that I was wrong. So, am I the arsehole? And we're going to start straight away with on this one with Eat the Bunny 2 who says not the arsehole. I say it loudly every time. If you insist on pushing people past a polite answer, you may get an answer you don't like. You have only yourself to blame if the truth hurts you then. Party Snack says not the arsehole. Your cousin is actually horrific. I'm adopted and I would never ever even pull some crap like this. I'm sorry that she's such a selfish person, that she soured the idea of adoption for you. And Bearspiracy says, and not the asshole. Even though it wasn't a nice thing to say, you're still right. It's the truth. Why would you want to adopt a kid if they could end up like her? She's ungrateful and selfish. She abandoned the set of parents who love her and gave her a good life all these years. For some people, she barely knows just because they're her real parents. I think her real parents are the ones who raised her and taught her everything she knows. She doesn't know her bio parents from Adam and they could easily be a part of a cannibal cult. You were definitely in the right to say what you said. I'm wishing you good luck with the fertility situation. I'm hoping you're able to have a healthy child or adopt one who will love you forever. And Mental Out says, not the arsehole, your cousin is an entitled a-hole. She had no right to demand answers for why you chose to not adopt or to say you're a bad person for not doing so. Not only that, but she didn't even express an iota of happiness for your pregnancy. Ignore anyone who's supporting Tiffany on this one. She is 100% to blame and 100% in the wrong. And we'll finish this one with no jellyfish who says not the arsehole. Adoption is quite a challenge in general. You need to meet certain criteria, wait some time before you get approved, etc. Sometimes the children have some issues, which makes raising them more difficult. Sometimes situations like Tiffany's happen. It's not a magical solution for everyone who cannot have their own child. While you didn't really have to tell that to Tiffany, she shouldn't have asked and pushed. There are many reasons why people want to have their own child rather than adopt one. And that's none of her business in general. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Do you have a different opinion to all the Not The Arsehole comments? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Yik Yak Poor. Am I the arsehole for wanting to walk into my first home without my wife? My wife, 25 female, and I, 27 male, have been married six months now. I have a good job in sales and I've managed to save enough to get together a deposit for a house. It is true that my parents have helped me out quite a bit too financially. My wife has not been employed very consistently. She has worked as a model, but hasn't saved much at all. I bought the house and the estate agent handed over the keys to me. My wife wasn't there at the handover. I was obviously super excited to show her the house and for us to start our lives together. We drove up to the house yesterday. I said to her while we're sat in the car outside. Is it okay if I go in alone first, just so I can have a moment alone in my first house? I felt that it was a significant moment in my life and I wanted to experience it alone, even just for 30 seconds. My wife was upset about this and has just been off with me ever since. We have moved some of our stuff in, but she's clearly pissed. I think she's being selfish. My brother says I'm being ridiculous. And now there is a little edit which replies to some of the comments. So we'll cover that after the comments. But however, I think you're married. This should be a shared moment for both of you. You've, you've decided to, you know, 
join your lives together in some ways. Obviously, not everyone's going to consider marriage that way, but you joined your lives together and you're taking this step forward together. Surely she's going to be a part of the house. You may have paid for it, but she's going to be a part of the house. And unless you've got like a prenup or something like that, she may even have some ownership of it. Again, I'm no lawyer or anything like that. And I know things change from country to country. So I may be bit wrong there but i just think it's kind of selfish you you basically said to her you're not a part of this this is my house not yours i may be married to you but that's not your house i paid for it and it just does i can see why she would be pissed off when it should be a shared moment for the both of you so absolutely you're going to be the asshole to me but brilliant jewel says you're the asshole and you know what else since it's your house you get to do all the cleaning maintenance etc she's just a dumb model so she probably couldn't figure those out anyway slash sarcasm just killing time says you're the arsehole why did you get married if you don't want to experience life with your wife zealand red squirrel says you're the arsehole it's a big moment for you probably her too even if it's not a big moment for her sharing in each other's big moments is usually a big part of marriage you telling her to wait in the car is a huge and unnecessary slight why are you even married if you're still thinking in terms of mine and yours Kitty Snowpants says you're the asshole. You keep talking about my house as if you were not married at the time of purchase. It's your wife's house too, bro. You are the one being selfish. And one more from Bloody You Know who says you're the asshole. First, you're married, so by nature, you share everything. Second, by you wanting to go in alone, you've now set the precedent that she doesn't belong there. It's not our house, it's your house. How can she feel comfortable there now? And how can she feel like you're a partnership, like you're supposed to be as a married couple, if you are so possessive of such a huge joint responsibility? No wonder she feels uncomfortable. You need to do something to make her feel reassured that it's her home too. Now we're going to check out the edit to see what it says. So it says, edit, thanks for the comments, guys. I wasn't expecting that much of a response. I do see that all the replies are leaning towards me being the asshole. I've decided to apologize to my wife properly. I think I was quite caught up in the emotional intensity of the milestone. Thanks. And again, it may not be a huge, oh, I'm really sorry, guys, and all that kind of thing. But when someone does turn around after they've had you're the arsehole verdict, we see it many times where people get called, they say you're the arsehole, and they, can't, they try to counter it and say, no, I can't be the arsehole because... But when they accept it, it's like... It is, it is quite nice sometimes, isn't it? i got to say. But anyway, we move on to the next story. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
And our next story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the asshole for not wanting to give my late husband's sperm to his parents? I'm sorry, I really tried to think of a less silly title. When my husband was diagnosed with cancer, we froze his sperm so we could have children via insemination, even after chemotherapy. His parents were very involved in his treatment and were aware that we were doing this. His treatment was unfortunately unsuccessful and he passed away on July 19th. His parents asked me if I was considering being inseminated with a sperm and I said no. Then they asked me if I could transfer the ownership of the sperm to them so they could use it to have grandchildren. I assume they're planning on hiring a surrogate for this, but I'll admit I was so surprised and confused I didn't actually ask. My gut reaction was that this is wrong and and exploitative and not what my husband would have wanted. We froze his sperm because we wanted to raise a family together and freezing his sperm seemed like a better option than adopting or using a sperm donor. Not because he wanted to give his parents grandkids or just put his DNA out in the world for the sake of it. I'm also confused about who they expect to raise this child or children, as they're both in their 60s. The surrogates, one of their nieces or nephews, my husband had no siblings and I certainly wouldn't feel comfortable doing it. It feels like they just want their bloodline to continue without any thought to the practicality of it. Edit forgot to even mention they were both angry at me for saying no. Holy shit, now at first I'm extremely sorry for your loss. It wasn't too long ago, so it must be absolutely devastating still and to be dealing with this as well oh i can't imagine what you're going through and the only way i can see this one of maybe what the parents are thinking and you know i'm really reaching on this one because i think this in some ways it doesn't belong in this subreddit but because i i just think it's too soon to be talking about this kind of stuff but whenever we talk about death and grief and stuff like that we always say that people grieve and deal with death in different ways and i just sort of wonder if that's what the parents are doing in this situation looking for a little grieving and trying to cling on to something of their son that they can and potentially you know using the sperm to have grandchildren and then having a little piece of their son back that's the only way i can picture this but i really don't know an incredibly tragic situation and once again i'm really sorry you're dealing with this right now but pine box waiting says not the asshole first i'm sorry you lost your husband second i'm sorry these people are your in-laws your husband has been gone for less than two weeks and they're circling like vultures asking you to make major decisions they are grieving too but there's just no excuse tell them that everything you've read suggests that it's important not to make any major decisions for a year after a spouse's death Tell them you appreciate them telling you what they are thinking, but you're going to table that and all the other major decisions until a year has passed. Please don't ask again. And then, because I'm a catastrophist, if you know without having to even think about it that you don't want to use the sperm and you don't think your hub would have wanted the sperm used in this decidedly odd way, go to the sperm bank and have his samples destroyed immediately. By immediately, I mean next week. If his parents become fixated on this, they might decide to sue you for the sperm, which is insane, but insanity reigns these days. If there's no sperm, there's nothing to fight over. Again, I'm sorry this is even happening. And life is brutal, says, not the arsehole. I was willing to bypass the odd request from the parents because it's unnatural for some people to want to carry on their lineage, but then I did the math. He passed not even a month ago. They're asking about if you want to be inseminated. How are they not still mourning? Do they not expect that you will still be mourning the love of your life? Reaper says, not the asshole. This one is way above Reddit's pay grade, but in my opinion, he married you. He entrusted your decision-making skills. I'd rather 
never have children than to die and have children grow up in this world without me. Do what your heart tells you to do. Your logic is already 100% sound. And one more from Complex Lemon who says not the arsehole, but I would see what kind of legal rights they have if they decide to pursue it. Dispose of it if you don't intend to use it before they can stop you. Now, what do you guys make of this one? An incredibly complex one, I think, you know, with all the grief and stuff involved. And in some ways, I don't think OP would be wrong for any decision they make in the end. As that, as one of the last comments said there that, you know, the husband married OP. So they trusted OP with all those decisions. And I think the parents are just reaching out to try and get a piece of their son back. I don't know. What do you guys think of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story is from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for watching my pregnant wife's calorie intake? Obviously a throwaway account. I 29 male and my wife 27 female are expecting our first child. Before the pregnancy, my wife was extremely fit, went to the gym four times a week. As many of you may know, pregnancy can cause some crazy cravings for potentially high calorie food, ice cream, peanut butter, junk food. Lately, my wife has been eating more food than I believe to be healthy for an average adult woman. Last night, I brought the subject up to my wife. I explained to her that the amount she's eating is not healthy and she would regret it as soon as the baby comes. She immediately got upset with me saying that I don't understand what she's dealing with, which is not true by the way, and that she is eating for two. I told her that plenty of women eat healthy throughout their pregnancy and I would even help her with a meal plan. She's been giving me the silent treatment since our conversation, even though I had nothing but her best interest at heart. I don't think she understands the impact of her actions. Am I the arsehole? Oh dear, my dude. You are just about to get torn a new one down in the comments. I can already feel the heat coming from down there right now. There's, there's being supportive and there's being a complete knob. <laughs> and that's where you went. And before coming, <laughs> and just after I finished reading that post, I thought I'd have a little quick browse of the comments. And I want to cover a couple of extra ones on here because I, I've got a feeling you guys are going to like these. And we're going to start with Slarty B, who says, You know what she's dealing with, you say. You've been pregnant then, because unless you have, then no, you don't. You're the asshole. Sit down, shut up, and don't offer your grown ass wife unsolicited advice. Be supportive, realize it's going to take a year after delivery for a body to be hers again and realize it's never going to look or function exactly the same either. Accept this and support her when she realizes this. Don't offer advice or solutions, just support her. Repeat after me, no advice, only support. Editing to add, she's not the average adult woman. She's an individual pregnant adult woman. Maybe she doesn't care about her body anymore or I'm shallow and afraid my wife is going to gain weight. Melody Rain says you're the arsehole all day, every day, and even more just because it's Sunday. Your wife may be constantly nauseous. Those high calorie foods can alleviate that. Her body is constantly being assaulted by waves of hormones. Her immune system is suppressed and one organ is expanding to many times its typical size. From the size of a fist to large enough to contain an infant human. Moving any and all organs out of the way, however they decide to shift, and all why her muscles and ligaments are being loosened by chemicals released into her body by the pregnancy. Her center of gravity is changing, her ability to act and react is being altered. If she does not get the correct nutrition for her body, which is what the cravings are signaling for, during the pregnancy, her body will literally raid her bones and tissues for what is needed. 
that pregnancy can and will take priority over everything else going on with her body. And one of the few things that she still has control over is her food intake. And even then is already highly restricted by what is considered safe for baby. She has a doctor, one who is an expert in what she and her developing pregnancy will require over the coming months. She needs a partner, not a junior member of the food police on a power trip. Don't be an arsehole, be who she needs. Prestigious phrase eight says you're the arsehole. What is it with men telling pregnant women what they can and cannot eat? You literally just told your pregnant wife that she is fat and she will continue to be fat after she gives birth. And checking my nail says and quotes, she immediately got upset with me that I don't understand what she's dealing with, which is not true by the way. And then says, except it is true. You don't know what it's like to be pregnant, so you can't say you understand what she's dealing with when you don't. You're the asshole. And we have a couple more comments, one from Calibin Drive who says, you're the asshole, you ain't no dietitian. The fuck do you know about the proper dietary needs of a pregnant person? You're just afraid she's gonna get fat. Well, too bad. People gain weight during pregnancy. That's normal. Stop trying to control your wife's body. It's busy right now, creating life. And upstairs, I can't replace that one saying, I am a dietitian and I wanted to drop kick OP when I read this. You're the asshole. Body image in pregnancy is such an under-discussed topic. And it's a shame that you dealt this self-serving blow to her confidence in her ability to do pregnancy right. Never again say that you know anything about what it is like to be pregnant. You know nothing. Women face tremendous pressure to gain the right amount of weight and then lose it immediately after the baby comes. They face pressure to not miscarry, which they have minimal control over. The right kind of pregnancy, the right kind of birth, the right kind of way to feed their babies. It goes on and on. If you want to support her to have a healthy pregnancy, find some delicious and nutritious recipes to cook for her based on her preferences and feed her and tell her that she's beautiful and then do the dishes and pack her lunch for the next day so she can relax and do things that make her feel like herself. Maybe she will want to work out but will need more rest than usual. Maybe she won't. Keep doing that once the baby comes too and keep your trap shut about her body unless you're offering to do something to make her more comfortable. Get some extra sleep go to yoga class, get a massage, or compliment her. She was fit before pregnancy, and she will find her groove if you facilitate her being able to eat, sleep, and work out when she feels like she can, and that she wants to. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What are your thoughts and comments on it, and the rest of today's stories as well? I always love to hear them, you know that, but never any pressure either. Thank you so much for your love, support, and time towards the channel. It means the absolute world to me. If you'd like to support the channel further, you certainly can, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link tree in the description below and clicking on Patreon and joining up there. As always, it hugely helps out our channel and helps me push out two videos every single day. So thank you so much for doing you, being awesome, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 